Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. is another episode of Trend Chat. I'm not going to get into the numbers. I've almost forgotten them already. Um, I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And as always, if you want to connect with us on social media, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, it's all across. It's all the same name. And we are available on Spreaker. Uh, a few episodes on SoundCloud. Um, not every episode. But all episodes are available on iTunes. And definitely glad to get that approval. That was to give more options for everyone to listen. So, <clears throat> once again, I'm, I definitely appreciate everyone listening in and have listened in. So, like I posted earlier, uh, right now I'm... Um, have 300 plays on Spreaker 
And I'm guessing the accounts also the SoundCloud and if anything's on iTunes. And I definitely appreciate everybody who has been listening. Appreciate everyone who is watching right now. And, um, you know, 300 plays over, what, 11 to 12 episodes. So, hey, you know, maybe we might get 300 plays off of this one episode and just double it right now. But, but you know, I don't know. Maybe it might say something edgy or something where people might get you know some controversy and say oh he said that and then everyone want to listen to it and then i get to like a thousand plays or something but um i don't know maybe you just want to hear my voice which is you know perfectly fine or you just want to tell your friends which you should tell them anyway because you just hear what you know like i've always say this podcast is basically just me giving my news that i already have while i'm just driving down the road so matter of fact right now i am broadcasting from scranton pennsylvania which is the home i guess the hometown of former president vice president joe biden and which have no choice but to remember that because i remember he mentioned made sure to let you know that he was from scranton pennsylvania during the campaign trail back in 07 so i just can't forget (laughs) and so and so speaking of the former vice president um tonight i'm going to talk about the last minute trip i took to dc which Which, like I said, it was very last minute because I didn't know I was going down there to that yesterday morning because I basically wrapped up everything I needed for work like around 8 o'clock a.m. So I basically had the, the day off and I decided, and plus I was closer to Washington than I thought. So I was like, well, since I'm so close to D.C. and also with the... With the Obamacare replacement going on, just happened the day before and kind of behind that. So I definitely wanted to go because, you know, I think we all, if if you're if you're engaged politically of any sort, that you are probably subscribed to different um, group and they send emails saying to call your congressman about this and that. So in th- in this sense, you had a lot of conservative. You know, sending out emails saying, "Hey, call your congressman." Especially they, you know, whether they're for or against uh, the the more conservative groups like Freedom Works, Heritage Action, um, definitely were against this. What they what it's been called a number of things: Obamacare 2.0, about or Rhino Care, or Ryan Care, or Orion Care, which I actually think it's kind of funny orion care is actually getting close to you know saint patrick's day orion care but um or call it trump care or whatever anyway like i said before in the in the post also what i said on last episode they regardless of what you call it it's still government control health care now i would say that and um that's one of the things brought up when i went to meet my representatives and got a chance to i mostly spoke with a lot of staff but i also went around and to other congressmen and all their staffs as well and so but want to read something before i get into all of this and i just want to make this clear if you saw my facebook post this morning you know where i'm about to go with this but i'm just going to read it now in case you didn't and let every and just kind of set the tone to kind of what I'm going to be talking about, at least in the first 
first part of, of this podcast. So, here, all right. I'm going to read a sentence. Uh, yeah, sentence two, and I'm just going to read it right off. We agree with the with the four dissenting judges of the Supreme Court. Quote. In our view, the entire act before us is in in its entirety. Now, that right there is page 36 of the Republican Party platform. That was and and, no, you know, not in 2012, (laughs) not any other time, uh, any other time. We the 2014. That was a statement from the 2016 Republican Party platform. Now, what is going on right now with the Obamacare replacement plan? Um, it definitely doesn't say that is adhering to what they put in their own platform. And for me, it was easy for me to, to think about this because I was there. We was putting together the platform. I was a delegate in Texas for uh well in Cleveland for the um Republican convention. So I remember this quite fondly. Um not only that because I was there the week before the convention for the summer meetings. And so I remember all this I remember being in the meetings for like ten hours. <laughs> so um and so when I was going up there and actually I didn't even think about to after I finished meeting with everyone, which I kind of regretted. I wish I had that had that going in, but um, but either way, it definitely at this at this point it seems like that they're not holding to that, and which is you would think is will be pretty simple to just. I mean, you already have a blueprint of what you should, you know, what ideas and what are your goals are as a party in the platform. So it's kind of easy to just go by that as opposed to doing what is kind of what's going on right now. Now I know what's the, <clears throat> a lot, a lot of the, I guess even the congressmen or the staff themselves are saying now, or at least what they were saying yesterday and, and as, as part of this and saying that, well, this is part of a three part, three phase plan. So, okay, um, if that's the case, I, I, we will see. Time will tell. <laughs> if after all phases are, are complete, will Obamacare be totally repealed after all these phases? I guess we'll see. And if by that, after these three phases have went through and then you still have Obamacare in there in some shape or form, then... They're not, uh, I guess, fulfilling what they said in their platform, and also what they've campaigned on a lot of campaign on during during the um, campaign season last year. So, so I went after I realized I'm gonna make this trip down to DC. I actually just um, I wanted to go by uh, the Heritage Foundation. Uh, mainly because I just wanted the Heritage Foundation because I like it, <laughs> like it there, and also I, I am a Heritage Action Sentinel, and I definitely like to meet up, meet up with um, the people here, and and you know I also wanted to get 
some more information before I head over to the hill to talk to to the staff and everything. So um, I'm really glad I did. I got a chance to really talk to, uh, to some of the people and we kind of kind of bounced back and forth on different almost kind of prepping me as far as what they're probably going to say to this argument if i bring this up they might say that so so that kind of helped me out as far as kind of getting the understanding as far as what these what the staffers are going to say and try to keep the conversation focused on free market ideas when it comes to uh to obamacare as far as repealing and everything i also had a couple other things myself that i wanted to bring up um i brought up border security as far as um i know john cornyn had his state statement on i think it was on tucker carlson um talking about not wanting the wall and stuff so (laughs) so um i made it perfectly clear to the people (laughs) um in john cornyn's office i like well he said that Texans don't want a wall. I I made sure that they write down that I am not one of those Texans. I want the wall. Now, the thing about it, it doesn't have to be a wall. I'm just for stronger border security, regardless of what it is. Now, I told the staffer, like, I don't care what it is. I just want stronger border security. Now, if it's a wall, if it's robots, if it's, the you know, satellites shooting lasers out of the sky, I don't care what it is. As long as we got stronger border security, I'm good. Now, not going to take that to, you know, to the farthest degree. I, I would like it to be cost efficient and to be effective. So, but, and I just say a wall will be a very, will be very effective. I mean, no matter, I guess if you want to put other things with it as far as, um, I don't know, a moat, I don't know, whatever. I'm just saying, for one thing, I I was also referencing what that, uh, Mexican congressman did as far as scaling the wall and sitting on top of it and to make a point. Now I don't know what point he was trying to make because the point I was thinking when he when he scaled the wall, like, well, look at you—you you had to climb a wall get in as opposed to just walking across. So <laughs> that was the point I was getting. He was—I guess the point he was saying, like, well, look, I, I was able to get over. Well, I guess another point he was making is that I guess we need to make it higher, <laughs> or maybe we need to—I don't know put something else around it then <laughs> so um <laughs> so that that was also another issue that I up to to my representatives as well was that and i also brought up another one more issue that is i'm going to say this to try hopefully by my little podcast <laughs> would maybe get a little more um more reaction or at least get some some traction on it is um I was bringing up to everyone that I talked to about what is going on with a company called VidAngel that is being sued by Disney and the other just huge movie studios, Paramount, 20th Century Fox and whatnot. And they have sued VidAngel and basically have shut their service down. Uh, And what the the service that uh, VidAngel provides is that, that they... They filter movies to make, um, I guess, whether it's an R-rated movie or even just a PG movie, they filter it to make it more family-friendly. So you can choose if you don't want to see nudity or hear profanity or or some other, whatever objectable material you don't want to hear. They they have software to take that out so you can, um, 
I guess you know if you want to watch it with a clean conscience, or and just or just want to lessen what what that you hear and what you see in a movie. So they were they were able to do that by using what is called the Family Movie Act that was adopted. I guess it was on in two thousand five, and apparently Disney and the other studios found the i guess found the loophole or saw that the language was too vague to um to i guess to have them shut down so they they want to reach out to congressmen they want you know everyone to wherever you live to reach out to their congressmen and tell them to clarify the language in in the Family, uh, family act um, to, I guess, well, to kind of make whether it goes either way, but it needs some clarification because the um, what is the language that is in there now? It seems to show that that they were able to to provide this service, but um, you know, <laughs> all these studios have <laughs> basically have. You know, thousands of lawyers to uh, <laughs> to find any little thing to you know just whether to shut someone down or whatnot. So, so I brought that issue up. I mean, I know that's a relatively small issue as far as especially in, in the light of Obamacare and a whole bunch of other things that are going on. But I did want to bring it up um, then, and I guess on here, if if you didn't know about it um, here on on trend chat and if um i will say if you don't know anything about it and want to learn more about it i guess you should go to just i would say look up family movie act of 2005 i think you probably google that and they will come up then and as far as what's going on with vid angel right now actually their lawsuit is is in the ninth circuit court right now Given the history of that court, it's probably going to turn out going to to the Supreme Court. So, uh, so those are the three issues I was bringing up, man. And I got a chance to meet with most, I think, with well, a lot of stuff. And um, it was it was a productive time, especially given the, the fact that I came last minute with no appointments. <laughs> a lot of I would come in there myself, just saying, "Hey, could I speak to someone about this and that?" And a lot of them was already booked all day. And, but I was able to talk to a couple of other people and, you know, like I said, being such, you know, such short notice. So I, I was happy to, to get someone as opposed to just whoever the receptionist was, um, that was sitting there. So now I also was able to go to, uh, the, what is the, the committee, for energy and commerce while they were going on, which turned out to be all night because I left there at eight o'clock thinking it was my probably be over soon. And then I woke up this morning, turned to find out they were there all night just going over uh, the, the bill and for the, I think I was sat there for about an hour or so and they were just going back and forth. Democrats basically saying this is the worst thing in the world and this is this is should be not considered and whatnot and then you have Republicans saying they just going back and forth and just kind of repeating the same the same point, just saying it in a different way. 
And I just can't imagine how many, how many times they were doing that all night. Um, I think I saw a story where a Democrat asked them to read the whole bill out loud during the night, which I don't imagine how, the, how boring that was. <laughs> but, um, and like, you know, like they can't read or something. I don't know, but, uh, like you can't read the bill for yourself, <laughs> but, uh, you know, then it's funny because as someone who watched C-SPAN a lot, I'm used to seeing that room. I'm used to seeing, you know, on the house floor, Senate floor and whatnot. And it, by when I went, I was like, oh, this place is bigger than I, than I thought. Well, I guess when I said bigger, I mean taller than I thought. And, um, because I'm, you know, I was like, wow, I didn't know it was like so kind of vast in in a, in a sort of way. But I guess when you watch it on C-SPAN, it's kind of like really straightforward and it's just focus on the congressman talking and whatnot. But you know, that was cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess it's cool because I I just I watch C-SPAN and stuff. So now. I had some other encounters, which I thought were kind of funny, and I wanted to bring those up. But before I do, I want to bring up a group that is right now they're putting together a website. Um, the name of the group is The Founding Project. And, you know, I'm still talking about this time in D.C. And when you're in D.C., you can definitely there's a lot of history there to the various memorials and and take a tour there and not but this group they're focused on educating citizens to know more about the founding of their you know of their country and the founding documents like the declaration of independence and, the, and just in the constitution obviously so I think I really think they're they're a great group, and um, right like I said, they are putting together a web. They should be launching soon. Uh, I know I keep saying that, but I just but they are going to be launching soon. And but right now they have a Facebook group. If you go just go on Facebook and search the Founding Project, and you should be able to find them there. And um, hopefully you will get something out of it. Or you know, if you already know all this, you can you know tell a friend or reach out to the other people and hopefully they will be they can learn some more about the founding and be more educated because trust me I, we all need to should know some more as far as when it comes to just the founding documents and whatnot i mean just thinking about it legal immigrants have to take this citizenship test that most citizens that are born here couldn't even pass i haven't even taken it i just I, i'm i'm pretty confident i will pass it but i just don't know i haven't even looked i haven't seen it myself i don't have to but um i, I just kind of wonder i might need to look at it just to test myself and see that but hopefully because you know i i'm definitely a fan of the founder project and i just want to give them a shout out before i get into these um <laughs> uh, these funny situations that was, that happen while at um on Capitol Hill, now I was on the Senate side and I was also on the representative side, um, just you know just walking around and like I said, I I'm saying this again. This was a very last minute trip, and so I'm basically just like how I am right now. Like so, I'm I'm doing Facebook Live right now, 
So, um, if you see me on Facebook Live, I'm. I, this is kind of how I was dressed: wearing a t-shirt and and cargo pants because I'm just coming off of work. So, and um, so I'm I'm just dressed like that. Got a baseball cap on, and um, and it was um, you know, it was kind of funny because in in one sense because I you know I wasn't in a suit, gave it one else. But um, and so I, you know, I, I guess I kind of felt a little bit out of place. I mean, could have, could have put on some slacks or something, but um, it was okay. But that that didn't really go into the whole interesting encounters. One one encounter, which actually wasn't wasn't an encounter. It was just kind of, I guess it was kind of funny to me because um, I saw a representative Maxine Waters walking down down the hall, like we was going the same direction, and um. She was walking down, and I'm looking, and I'm, I really just I wanted to say something to her, but I said, nope, I'm not just going to just go off and just say, you know, you know, basically you're a socialist or whatever like that, because I wasn't going to do all that, but I, I like, oh, man, there she is. I mean, I see her on TV spouting all this, you know, socialist crap, basically. <laughs> um, I, I still remember when she was. Which I guess you—I forgot who she was telling, but she, that you she wanted to socialize the, uh, <laughs> their companies, and I remember when she said that she just slipped up and kind of stopped, <laughs> like oh, oh, um, and then <laughs> had to catch herself, and then um, and basically just said I'm just government taking over your companies, which is basically socialism, communism. So, but uh, yeah, I saw her, and I just I just went on about my business, but um, now. Another thing that happened is now um main mission was to talk about the health the, the Obamacare replacement plan. And I went to various offices. I went to moderate Republican offices and I to I even dropped by a couple of Democrat offices and you know the more conservative offices. Now, of the conservative office went to i would go by there and say hey keep up the good work and you know fight for some for more conservative ideas in this bill or whether if it if it doesn't get passed you know full repeal and have some more more free market ideas in the next one if if this doesn't pass so by the way um if you don't know by now the uh both I guess both bills passed the Ways and Means Committee and the Energy Commerce. Both of those passed, so now it's going to the Budget Committee next week and see where it goes from there and and on and on. Yeah, I mean you know how it is as far as anybody watch Schoolhouse Rock, you know, you know how a bill works. So it's so if you don't know, watch that. But um, uh, so that's what's going on with the bill currently. And um, so when I went to these offices. <laughs> Um, it was uh quite funny because I would, the first thing I asked, regardless of who I, what office I went into, I would ask them, uh, what the so and so congressman, you know, whoever, what is their stance on the Obamacare replacement plan? <laughs> uh, I told you how I'm dressed, and <laughs> you know, I'm me being black. If you're listening to this, yes, I am black. Don't know that now you know, so so I I said the first uh, I can't remember the first office I went to but I, so when I went to a Republican office and asked asked the question 
Now this kind of depending on on this you know for the uh, whoever the, the the representative is, uh, whether they are moderate Republican or just a straight up conservative Republican. But um, I'm, gonna re- I'm not going to say names because I don't want y'all to <laughs> whoever's listening. I don't want you know to turn into some like something like oh well so and so is racist because of this and that because it really and I'll explain more about that after I finish the story and um <laughs> because um so I went to this one Republican office and I said and I met and I had the question I said you know what what does congressman whoever or woman whatever well what, what do they think of the um replacement plan and in this Republican office the person um went out of their way <laughs> to make it seem like um don't worry you're going to kind of keep you're going to keep your your obamacare kind of not even you know just trying to make me feel better because obviously she thought that may, that I democrat and wanted to and was in favor of obamacare and so i thought that was kind of funny and i knew that's I knew that's how I was going to play. That's why I asked the question that way. But um, and so I just let them go through, you know, like being apologetic about about this plan and whatnot. It's not as bad as as they're saying it is, something like that. It, it was it was funny to me at least. And um, I just let them keep on talking about it, and then I then I turned the table on them and said, "Well, um, I, I'm against the plan, not." You know, I'm against the plan because I want more free market and conservative ideas. And the look on their faces just kind of changed, like, oh, oh. Now, and this is in a Republican office, so they're like, oh, well, um, well, yeah. Now, if there was more of a more of a moderate, then they'll kind of change the tone to the point to where, like, well, now, now that that they know that they're talking to someone, especially when they see now they see the, the heritage um, folder that I have, which I before i start talking they don't see that first because i have it like under the desk or something like that or like right beside me so it's something that they don't really see but now after i have made my position known and which to their surprise <laughs> um when i go to like a moderate office then they kind of then they kind of switch the other way like well now i'm talking to a conservative and i represent a moderate so now i have to say you know change my tone to more of a moderate um i guess position on this on this bill because he wants more you know personal responsibility you know that horrible person wants wants more personal responsibility in their health care as opposed to having the government take care of uh, take care of them basically so now now i if i left it right there someone would probably take this say now see what that is see that's those racist republicans they're profiling you <laughs> because they assume that you are a democrat and that racial profiling well i'm not done because i also did this to a democrat office in which it was and it was the same way just the exact opposite so i would go into a democrat office and ask what the congressman so-and-so want to um what is this you know his certain well, yeah i think it was all his but then anyway what is what is their stance on the obamacare replacement plan oh man this is a, and they're just like they're looking at me that's all i said they don't know me from adam so so for me asking the, 
then they'll just say, oh, well, it's the, it's, it is the, like, the worst plan of all time. And, um, the Republicans are, Republicans are trying to take away your, your Obamacare and it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be horrible. You know, granted, it's gonna be out on the street and, let I me, mean, kids are gonna be crying. You know, planet's gonna die. Apocalypse. I mean, it was just the, it was the most, awful thing of all time was about to happen now they're going through that whole thing now in this case then just say that okay um well i'm i'm for more conservative ideas and i would like obamacare to be repealed i actually didn't even bring it up in these democrat offices for for a couple of reasons one because it was such short notice i actually wish i would have reported it and kind of did a whole little deal out of it but i it was kind of last minute and it was just something that just came in my mind while i was going in to these offices so um been funny if i would just thought it through a little bit more but i didn't even say anything i just said oh okay and then i just walk out because um well one and me i'm not a constituent of these democrat offices my um my congressman is a republican so so i wasn't going to get into this whole you know argument and debate in the office and I'm not even a, a constituent of of whoever the Demo- whoever the Democrat you know congressman was, um, but um, I just want to do that little exercise on both sides. So and so, like even when I went to a more conservative Republican um, office uh, offices, like I went to a lot of them offices. I, I think I went to maybe maybe I don't know thirty to forty or fifty offices total um from the senate and the uh, um uh representative side but um but yeah but like when i went to, uh, to a, a couple of conservative republican offices which was a little bit different and so like one uh one office i went to did ask the same question and they they were apprehensive they was kind of like yeah, they were kind of like Okay, I gotta, I gotta make sure I set a conservative position on this that, uh, that I, you know, that it should be, it should be repealed, and we actually are not agreeing with it that we think it should be um, more conservative or something like that. So they will get into that, but they were like hesitant in saying it and just kind of bracing for me to just go off on them and just say like, well, you know. Because there are, they are assume, assuming that I am a Democrat, <laughs> and um, but then when I tell them that I will, I agree with you, and I think you should keep it up. I agree with that. It should be more conservative, and it should have um, more conservative amendments to this bill, or if it's totally scrapped, that it should be a free market um, ideas in um, in whatever replace well whatever repeal. It would be, um, and so when so when I said it, they'd be they'd get relieved, like oh, oh, we're great, and and um, it it was just funny to me because people were just like oh, oh, well he's he's a conservative, and they would, and um, and so I, I I use these stories, and I know I'm like I said I'm pretty sure if someone listening it's um probably more of the liberal type I'm. They're probably like, oh well, that's you know that's racial profile, or that's or that's that's racism, or something like that. And to to them, I would say that um, no, not really, because like I've said before, profiling in in of itself is not wrong. It's what you do with profiling is what makes it wrong. Profiling, like everything else, I mean, if you talk about sex, sex is 
not wrong in of itself. It's what you do with sex if you that makes it wrong, and how you practice it, whatever you do. That and just like anything else, power, money, anything. You know, people say about absolute. You know, power corrupts, but you know, it's how you use power that was what corrupts. So, so, uh, so I like I said, I don't, I, I don't. This is not being racial. It's just looking at stats. <laughs> if you see a black man come into your office, and you know the stats, ninety percent of black Americans vote Democrat. So, and you know that number is a is a little bit lower if you factor in the people the you know black Americans who don't vote at all, so that brings it down a little bit. But if you see a black man into a congressman's office um the the odds of that of that person being of that percentage that didn't vote at all is pretty slim because they they're coming here coming to the Capitol hill so the it's pretty it's pretty sure that that this black American is one of the either 90% that vote Democrat or the percent who has voted Republican or other. So if I told you 90% of anything would be like all the odds that you would be correct. If of anything, not I've, I've said that, okay, you have a percent chance to win the lottery. Well, you would take those odds. Not right. If you see someone coming in your office, you see a black man coming in your office. There's a ninety percent chance that that man is a, is a Democrat, ninety percent. But you know, in this case, I was part of the team. So, so that that being said, I'm just saying that's that about looking at the stats and just recognizing the facts. I mean, basically look at profiling profiling is basically basically just a educated guess that's that's basically what that is in and of itself now you can add other things that make wrong now if you use profiling in a hateful way so so if you use profiling you profile someone by the by the color of their skin to hate that's then that's wrong and it's just just like everything else that's just like education Education in itself is not not wrong, obviously, but if you use education to teach hate <laughs> among the people, then that's wrong. So, so that, that's what I'm saying. As far that that's what the uh, the awkward situation. I thought it was funny, but um, and and I knew it was kind of would go that way. But um, I got a kick out of it. Maybe next time when I have more time to uh, to prepare i maybe would do something <laughs> that uh you know do some kind of funny i don't know how they would feel about it if i did it did that so uh so um that's pretty much it that was pretty much my trip um i because I, I was in the the committee for energy and commerce for until eight o'clock and after that i left and actually got a chance to um talk with um congressman steve king out of iowa on the way out which was kind of um cool and actually i may have him on the show one day maybe um we'll see because i um, got the card and everything and and well i guess we'll see if uh if he'll 
do a couple of minutes on here and I'll definitely put it on on the show if if I'm able to get that interview. So so uh, that's basically all all I got. I'm going to basically kind of end it here. I kind of went longer than I thought. So um, I wanted to say that a little bit and kind of give give you a idea as far as what I was doing there and and see and kind of wanted y'all to I I will say this too is that you know being there definitely says a lot to the staff and and these congressmen I mean if if anybody is politically involved I'm pretty sure they heard this from time to time that you know just you know making the calls it is great don't you know don't get me wrong making the call definitely is definitely you know one thing because that's definitely that was that what was going on yesterday is that a lot of a lot of calls i was sitting in the offices hearing that phone ring every couple of seconds talking um and someone calling about health care that's a lot of, it, i don't know whether they were against but it, i was i was sitting in those offices for the most part a lot of the time i was sitting in the offices because i was waiting to to talk with someone else but i was hearing that that phone was just ringing all the every like every couple seconds ring and i can hear whatever the um receptionist was basically talking about talking about healthcare, talking about so um, it was um so but then i said but they're calling in now you also had a lot of people actually coming in with appointments, I mean, I didn't have an appointment, but a lot of people were coming in with appointments, and I remember being in some of these Republican offices, and I was seeing people from uh, groups that are definitely not conservative, not even I would say Republican, but they were coming in get a meeting to put their principles out there. Um, I think I remember seeing in one of these offices where you basically had, I was in a Republican office, and you had um, kind of basically. Uh, immigrant rights or I would say legal immigrant rights coming in trying to make their case that for open borders and so (laughs) and so like I said just like that or coming in talking to these you know congressmen and so um, and you know me being there also means means something there too because they're in the face whether you know as in support or whatnot and you know, I, I would probably say what a lot of people have brought up before is about, you know, just you know, being there, putting the face, whether even as even if you disagreeing, they're seeing their constituent right face to face. And they know that, you know, that person is is concerned about whatever it is. And um, and that that means something at least you know even if it's just a call or even if it's a letter email or whatnot so i definitely you know encourage people to whatever you can do do it if you can i mean you can go on social media you can go on um like i said the email calls um, if you want to write a letter i mean (laughs) so um but yeah whatever you can do do it um that's basically what I do. I had an opportunity to go, so I decided to go. And if 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 the opportunity arises in other places, then I then I go out and 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 try to do something. So and um so 
that's all I got. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone if you've been listening. And so probably this weekend will probably be another video recap. Hopefully I'll be able to do one. Actually, um, uh, I will be in shit at the uh, million. Well, it's a banquet for million mile drivers. So I, I posted this well, a couple of days ago on Facebook that um, I am a truck driver. If you very well know that. um, And I've been driving since 2005. And and I was informed that I have a million miles of safe driving. So this weekend they're going to do a banquet to get, I don't know, maybe they give me a plaque or something. I know they got some information for me a couple of days ago. And, and so they, I guess they're going to do a little bio and whatnot and say, you know, Hey, good job. Also got also We'll get some, um, get something for 10 years, safe driving as well on, and so that that's all the criteria. I'm not gonna get into all the details. It's all truck stuff. But um, but um, so I'll be there. So I might do my recap in Charlotte. So um, so once again, also want to say, if you want to connect with us on social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same name. Trend Chat twenty four seven. See, I got that you know snazzy broadcast voice in there to put it all together. Also, we on we are on um. YouTube, uh, it's Trend Chat, and and so you should be able to look it up on YouTube. It's just the audio, but um, that's it. That's also on YouTube, and and once again, we're on iTunes finally, and that's great. You know, so if you got iPhone, iPad, whatnot, go on iTunes, and and I will say like I post a lot. You know, like it, share it, rate it, review it, love it, send it whatever you have to do with it, anything, just, just connect with it. <laughs> um, and, and just, you know, let other people know, and just, we're just trying to grow with this and basically tell them you're just going to hit a rambling truck driver. I mean, if that's how you want to describe it, I mean, yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> so, um, thank y'all all for listening. And, um, until next time, I guess I'll chat with you later. Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey, where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com news. Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey, where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com news.